Hey, good morning, everyone. John Henry Soto here. Uh, today, we're going to talk about being kind and being tough. Can you be both? Let's talk about it. It's 7 a.m., yo. Good morning, everyone. John Henry Soto here. Welcome. It is Friday. It is uh, March 26, 2021, and this is uh, 7 a.m. Welcome to the show. Uh, the answer to the question is no, you cannot do <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so we're going to be talking about kindness. We're going to be talking about being tough and the, the delicate balance between both of them because in either direction that you go too far, um, one direction you can get taken advantage of the other direction you can lose, uh, lose friends. <laughs> um, so I think, uh, um, or you can get punched in the mouth, right? If you're too tough and too much of a jerk. Um, before we get started, I just want to give an acknowledgement to Dorothy Perez, uh, uh, who sent me a very, very sweet message. She listens to the show and she's, uh, requested a couple of these, uh, Way to Happiness booklets, which, of course, um, more than happy to to give her those. Um, so I just wanted to say thank you very much, Dorothy, for watching and for uh, checking out the show and for hanging out with us here in the mornings or whenever you consume this show. It is a podcast you can listen to later. Um, and um, this video you can watch or this show you can watch also later on as well. So. All right, let's get started here. So talking about kindness, there's a couple of different things that I um, I usually, that come to mind. The first thing that comes to mind is my, my, um, my grandparents. <laughs> my grandparents, because they were, they were so different. Uh, both of them were so different. My grandfather was, uh, they were both very kind. They were both very kind. But my grandmother was very tough. My grandmother ran the household. Now, I don't, know if this was uh, a common thing back then um i don't know the whole women's movement you know it was way before i mean they were they've been married i mean they were married a long time i mean by the time i was born my grandparents were in their 50s and had been married for a while already and um so you start wondering um about their communication between each other. And I remember my, my grandmother ran the household and what she said kind of went. My grandfather would get upset and they'd have their little discussions and stuff, but it was pretty much her. Um, as far as towards me, there was nothing but kindness. You know, they were very, very kind. Um, my grandmother had a little bit more of a, the tough love viewpoint mentality, at, um, which wasn't even a thing when I was growing up. And, came later on but um that's what you kind of kind of held down to and uh my grandfather was just about being kind constantly and just a very very sweet man um and they both gave me really good foundations um my mother was just very sweet my mother was always very nice um she you know think life wasn't always perfect obviously it never is um, we had our issues, we had our dysfunctionalities, but um, there was a 
something about my mother that just believed that I can do anything, that we can do anything, my brother and my sisters, um, regardless of any kind of barriers that we had in front of us. We were, you know, living in the projects at some points or uh, then, you know, old tenement buildings. We were in the South Bronx. There wasn't a lot of economic growth there or opportunities. Um, There were fires every night, it felt like. Um, There was just a lot of uh, drug use, gang violence. I don't know what else you could, I mean, whatever else you could think that that's not a good thing was in, was in this environment growing up. And, um, but my mother was always like, it didn't matter what it was. She would just say, you can do whatever this, this was her line. You can do whatever you put your mind to and whatever you work hard for and you, whatever you put your mind to, that was her line. You, whatever you put your mind to and whatever you work towards, you know, work hard towards, but, but your mind was this thing that she always would just put your mind to, which turned out to be very accurate about making, you know, manifesting things and uh, creating your destiny. Um, it's very spiritual. It's very, very uh, controllable that people don't realize. And I I found myself in a, uh, in a strange place because I kind of felt... I know I can do something else besides what I was doing. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but there was just something always in me. And it was kindness that actually brought that along. If my mother had been the tough love, which she tried that at some times because there was a, a time of, uh, where I didn't want to go to school. You know, I thought school was, uh, was pointless for what I needed to accomplish and for what I was interested in. Um, I still have that viewpoint. <laughs> um, and, you know, it doesn't teach you to be successful. It teaches you to get a job, to go get work. And I knew that instinctively. I didn't really go out and say that, but I knew it instinctively when I was a, uh, younger. And so we had a little bit of issues with me going to school. And my mom got a little bit tough with me at, at some points. But then she kind of was just like, eh, do whatever you want. <laughs> Finally, I, I did end up finishing uh, school and going to college for like a like a minute I think I got through the application and I was like man this is hard um but the kindness part really was what created the foundation for the confidence to be able to go out and accomplish things um when you have constant invalidation in your life um or even the tough love tough love can if you don't know how to do tough love and I understand the the, the premise behind tough love Right. Um, but if you're if you're not really skilled in that in that art form of being able to be tough, but still caring and and thoughtful and kind and all those things, then you can really screw up a child. Um, tough love is not something that you can just do with, um, you know, with expertise. If you're not, if you're just not really familiar with it, especially if tough love was applied on you and you're kind of taking that whole skill and that viewpoint on how to apply it to your child. So it's basically just a, a, a line of incorrect um, application of, of this uh, tough love technique to every single person, you know, down the line and to their parents, from their parents, from their parents, from their parents. And it's obviously it's, it's not working if the, the family isn't excelling, right? Um, but my family did 
provide a lot of kindness and and also my extended family as well you know i had a lot of aunts and uncles and um cousins and there was there you know you had a couple of people i mean there was a couple of uh individuals in my family growing up that were the covert uh kind you know you have to look out for those things right that the kind of people that would say yeah everything is fantastic and as soon as you leave they'll get the knife to your back right um they sound like they're very caring. Um, but as you get older and you start training and you start realizing about life and you start doing certain uh, exercises about life and you start studying certain things, um, you start realizing how to identify uh, those, characteris those characteristics in people that are out to harm you, right? They're suppressive people. And, and that's where this whole kindness and toughness really boils down to. If you're not providing uh, a safe space for your family, uh, a confidence where your, your child can go to you or where you can go to your parents or you can go or your friends can come to you um, for advice, for help, if they feel alienated, alienated by, by that, by you, then the tough love or the kind or whatever it is that you're doing is not is not working. Because the last thing I want is my children to not feel comfortable to come to me with whatever happened, anything. I've always told I tell my daughter, uh, I tell my son. My son's only four, but I tell my daughter, uh, she was ten years old. I say, listen, I want you to come to me with whatever it is. I don't care what it is. If you did something wrong, I don't care. I'm not going to punish you. I'm not going to yell at you. We're just going to talk it out. We're going to figure out what happened and I'm going to try to make it better. And I'm going to try to help you with that thing. You don't have to worry about that. And she does. She comes to me with stuff. And, uh, um, and I think that that, I think that works. Now I, I get a little bit of a uh, flack from my, from my wife because she thinks I'm too kind or I'm too soft, or I let them do whatever they want. Maybe to some degree I am I am that way. It's just that's the way I was raised. I wasn't raised with a, a tough uh, iron fist or or any type of, of hitting. I, I was never hit as a child, never, you know, and I've never hit my, my children, you know. Um, it just doesn't work. I mean, the, if you need more proof than then going into the, the the ghetto communities where I grew up um, and seeing those families basically beat themselves, you know, or, 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 you know, verbally abuse themselves. If you think that helps, you know, I mean, the proof is right there. It just doesn't help. It just doesn't work with anything. Um, so I don't do it. You know, I don't do it. And yeah, I, I do get tough on certain things, you know, and, they have to go to bed at a certain time because we got to get up early, and um, we, you know, we got things to do. Um, so there's a little bit of that, but it's never. It's usually done with a lot of of uh, what we call um, it's three components to uh, to understanding, and it's it's affinity, reality, communication. Those three things equal understanding. If you can have affinity, affinity meaning you like something you like the person or just the overall likeness of something, right? Uh, reality, having the same reality with uh, someone, someone who likes, I don't know, an example is somebody who just loves 
heavy metal and somebody who just loves soft jazz. You know, their reality might not be there. So their affinity, reality communication will be off, meaning their understanding won't be won't be right on uh, won't be uh, at a good level. Right. And then third one is communication, which is the art of saying something to someone, having them duplicate it. Right. And then say something to you and then you receive it and you duplicate it. And that is a communication cycle, right? That is how people talk. Um, I listen to people talking sometimes, and I and I it fascinates me communication because they they don't, and it happens a lot with with parents and children. Their parents sometimes don't feel they want to listen to their children because they feel that well, I'm the parent. You just do what I say, and that's it, without listening. You know, um, and right there, you've broken down affinity reality communication right so there's no understanding the child doesn't understand why you're not listening to me just listen and it may be something that you can't do for the child you can't give the child candy every every 12 minutes right you have to listen to the child right so these three components equal understanding affinity reality communication so i use these a lot um and i go back in time before i knew these uh, concepts um, and I go back in time and I think about the conversations I had with my grandparents and with my mom. And there was always those three components. You know, there was always those three understandings. And, um, you know, your best friend and you have those. You know, when one of those things breaks down, you have what's called, uh, you know, we say for short ARC, Affinity Reality Communication. You have a break in that, right? And when that breaks down, Right. When you break that down, um, you have a fight, an argument that just, you know, uh, somebody's angry, somebody's upset. Right. When one of those things breaks down. Right. Especially, you know, communication. Right. When somebody's not talking to you, they're not answering the phone. They're not responding to your email. There's a, a sudden there's a frustration there that it's basically a break in affinity. Right. Because suddenly you don't like the person right now because you're like. Why won't they answer me? There's no reality in it because you, know, you can't understand why why you're not doing it. Um, and, of course, the communication is broken down. So so these three components I use a lot in uh, in my life, in my everyday world. And um, I, I use it a lot with my children because it's the only thing that really I know for a fact that for the last 26 years of my life work. You know, by the way, there's also a lot of stuff I can send you if you're interested um, this booklet has a lot of information that um, this is very concise. It's a very small little booklet that we uh, give out, but it has has amazing stuff in it. Um, and uh, if you're interested, I did. There's 21 precepts in here that we um, very a common sense guide to better living. Um, you can go back and check those videos out. I did 21 episodes, one on each one uh, on this show here. So you can go back and check out those precepts. But um, I use this a lot in my in my everyday life because it just makes my life so much easier if I can communicate with someone and find out where they are. And growing up, listening to people, having com communications, and I go back and I listen to my family's communication, and, and the overall thing that they had was kindness. You know, um, that was the overall foundation of everything. It was just being kind to one another. And by now, let's talk about being tough because by being kind, sometimes if you're too kind, if you're 
you let people get away with things, then then there's a, someone can take advantage of that, right? Um, and then we talk about the tough part. Well, what does that mean, the tough part? Well, the tough part really boils down for me as responsibility, you know, um, taking responsibility for actions and and having others take responsibilities for their actions. That's where the toughness part comes in. I think a lot of people think that tough is walking around going, oh, I do whatever I want. And you can't tell me what to do. And and uh, you're going to do this now, you know, or, uh, uh, um, you know, a boss of a company comes in and says, I need these reports on my desk in the morning. And if they're not there in the morning, you're all fired. You know, I don't, I don't know if that happens anymore, but, but, um, that that type of toughness does not really go too far in 2021. It might have been something in the old days where there was some weird thing got into society and into business where that became a thing. Um, I know you go back and you listen to stories from Steve Jobs, or maybe not from Steve Jobs, but people that knew Steve Jobs knew that he was a, a rather kind of a tough guy in pushing for the vision that he had. And I think when you're creating probably the most famous product to come out of this planet in, in the last, in, in a hundred years, um, I think that maybe the printing press was the, the, the one before. Um, but you, in order to do that, you have to be sort of like, not, you have to sort of push that way, you know, and again, I don't know, you know, I don't know Steve Jobs. I, I didn't know Steve Jobs. Um, but those that knew him have stories about him. And when so many people have the same type of stories, um, you have to kind of think that there's some truth to it, right? He was just a pretty tough guy to be around. Um, you know, he ended up obviously getting sick, you know, unfortunately, and, and he passed away. Um, and just think of how much more stuff he could have actually put together. I think the company also suffered a tremendous loss because their, their visionary is gone and he pushed them, you know? So there's a difference between pushing somebody to do well and then just being mean, you know, being tough doesn't mean you have to be mean. Um, and that's really the difference that we're going for here is you you can have kindness and you can have toughness. You can have mental toughness right on your own. You can also hold people accountable for their actions and make them take responsibility for it. And you can also then be mean, right? All these things mean, mean does not fit into the, the equation here. You know, being mean is just you're a jerk, right? Um, and a, a mean businessman is a failure doesn't matter how much money he makes, right? Or she, you're just mean, right? You're just a mean person. And, you know, uh, Maya Angelou, she uh, has that famous quote where she says people, uh, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but she says, you know, people won't remember what you did or what you said, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. And that to me rings so true because you can go back in time and I don't remember all the specific conversations I had with my grandparents. I don't know what they said. Um, I don't even, and I don't even know what they did in particular, but I do know that they made me feel good. They made me feel confident. They made me feel 
like I was loved and I was um, and I had a place to go to. So even when I moved out, ooh, excuse me, I had to take a sip there. I um forgot to buy milk, so now I'm drinking black coffee, so it's a bit rough. Um, but even when I was um, you know, moving out, moving out to, and I moved out. I always knew that I had a safe place to come to if for some reason things didn't go well for me on the outside world, I can come home, you know, I can come home and there was always a place there. And I, I still have that comfort, that comfort, even though my grandparents and my mom are gone um, in, in physical form. Um, I do know that um, if I needed to stay somewhere, I can call my brother up and he'll, he'll let me sleep on the couch. Um, if I can call my, my sister down in Florida, my brother and my sister down in Florida, I can call my, my sister up in the Bronx uh, and she'll say, come on, you can stay here. You know, I, I know that I have places. I have I have um, uh, um, nieces and nephews that will also take me in. I also have uh, some other cousins as well. So I, I'm, and I have friends. I have friends. I have, I'm very, very comfortable with the idea that if I suddenly find myself without a place to go, I will have a place to go. So... I'll always have a place to go. And that's a comfort. And that's the same thing that I hold for all of them if they ever need a place. Um, and I got that because of my grandparents and my mom. You know, I was able to, um, I don't talk about my dad uh, in case anybody wonders. I, I never met my dad. I, he kind of took off when I was about, uh, I think when I was about three or four. I don't really remember him at all, but um, there was a, a a void that was filled by my grandfather um, as a father figure. And my grandfather was the best father figure that any person could have. You know, he was older, so we didn't do the playing ball thing and throwing the playing catch and all that stuff. Um, I do that now with my son, but I didn't feel like I grew up missing out on anything. So that's why you don't hear me mentioning uh, him a lot. But wherever he is, if he's still alive, God bless him and may he be well. And if he's, uh, you know, Good, good things always, right? Good blessings for all. So, um, but I knew I had a place to go to. I knew that I was supported by my family. And to sum up a little bit, you know, the kindness is the number one rule is how to get anything, right? You know, um, the whole thing about you can catch more flies with honey than with vinegar or I think that's a, what the, whatever. It's not really catching anything. You know, that sounds a little violent when you just want to catch somebody with kindness. But you want to actually, with kindness, you can make people, um, not only can you make them feel better, but you can also have them as allies to you and to your future and be there for you if you ever need them with kindness. With meanness, you can't. You can't. When you're mean to people, and, and you know, it happens to me now, you know, people are have been mean to me in the, in the past. And, um, I'm just not there for them, you know, and I, and I don't mean that in a very mean way. I mean that in the sense that I can't be there for someone who I know is just doesn't deserve my kindness, you know, now, am I going to be kind to them if they're in front of me? Absolutely. If they ask me for something and they really need uh, help and I can do it, there's probably 99% chance that I'm going to actually do it anyway, because that's just who I am, and I'll, I'll, I want to actually be, be there for them. But do I feel good about it? You know, to be honest and to be one hundred percent transparent, no, I don't. 
I don't think that I would want to do that. You know, I think that when someone um, makes you feel bad, that sticks with you, you know, and that's the overall lesson. You know, it's like try to make people feel good when they leave your your space. Try to make them feel like, you know, that person was nice, you know, and when and when they see you again, have them feel happy that, hey, there's that person that made me feel good. You know, there's an energy thing going on here, right? It's a, it's a spiritual connection that we all have towards each other. Um, and it is a powerful thing. It's ever you ever walked in a room and you get and you feel either people have been talking about you <laughs> or you feel the presence of love and that you're happy to be there and they're happy to see you. You know, it's like pay attention to those moments. Pay attention to to your conversations that you have with people. Words matter. Words are important. You know, how many of us can look back at, at our childhood and remember specific words that were told to us that really hurt and moments that made us feel bad, you know? They're powerful things. So we have to be very cautious in how we actually spread them and how we uh, communicate to one another, especially in these times right now. It's, it's important to communicate your viewpoints, but if somebody is kind of trashing you or being mean to you or calling you names or making you think that you're a Nazi because you have certain viewpoints, well, that's not nice. That's mean behavior. And that's that's that, that's on them. They're living with that meanness in them. And as far as, you know, I have sympathy for that, but um, I definitely don't have any connections to it. I, I have, I just want to distance myself from the meanness, right? That's what we all want to do is dis distance ourselves from the meanness. Um, it goes into the, what I talked about the, you know, a couple of days ago about the five people around you. If you have five people that are mean to you, or if you have one person that's mean and four that's kind, well, that one person that's mean has got to go. Listen, you got to be like, listen, man, you're, you're just not a nice person. I know we've been friends for 50 years, but but I can't, I think I just realized something. I think you just don't make people around feel good. I think you need to go away. Um, and and that's fine. You know, you you don't have to hang around, hang around somebody that makes you feel bad, right? That That's your prerogative. All right, folks, I want to thank you for tuning in this morning. Um, um, just remember, be kind. And that's really the overall thing. Uh, you can be kind and you can be tough. But the toughness comes from making people be uh, accountable for their actions and you being accountable for your actions. Um, when you do these two things, um, you're able to then be kind, make people uh, take responsibility and don't be mean. Right. Those are the those are the, the takeaways from this morning. All right, folks, take care of yourselves. Make today great. Uh, have a great weekend. I will see you all on Monday morning. Um, don't forget, we do a, a, a show uh, with my wife on Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Um, you can tune into that. It's the Your Wholesome Journey show. It's basically her show. I'm sort of like her sidekick. Um, but um, she presents her wonderful art which I, I got this mug with her art on it, which is awesome. You can get this mug on her website, yourwholesomejourney.com. And um, yeah, so it's pretty cool. All right, folks, thank you very much. God bless you all. Have a wonderful weekend. Make today great. Do things that you love. Take care of yourselves. And I will see you all on Monday morning. And as always, peace.